Hello and welcome back to the Folk Podcast, episode 87. It is just Ian and I today. Kayla was supposed to be here until his internet decided to, it just no longer wanted to exist. And so he's having to fix that. <laughs> um, so it is just Ian and I, and hopefully I can maintain an entire conversation because I have had the worst hiccups all day. Uh, so if you just randomly start hearing this noise, that is me hiccuping. Um, and we will do our best to not... Uh, continue that conversation. <laughs> no, that was a false alarm. That was a test of our hiccup radar 24-7 watcher thing. But anyways, yeah, so hopefully that's not a problem. Uh, so today, I mean, obviously it's just Ian and I, but something we wanted to introduce in this episode, and we are going to kind of introduce it again, um, is the last episode uh, where we kind of just all talked about different subjects that have been pertaining to our lives. Um, we actually really like that format because, you know, all three of us are always doing something different. And we've covered so many different topics on this uh on this podcast as well as well so we don't really want to repeat ourselves in episode formats uh so we think it would just be good to all three of us just bring different subjects to the table every week uh and then maybe have an overarching theme so one of the things we want to talk about today is Highland's new album our expectations where we would like it to go um based on our 15 second teaser whatever we got um but then also ian and i have conversations we want to bring up as well and then if caleb was here he was going to have something as well uh but other than that, Ian, it's just you and me, dog. Like, oh, yeah. You know what's funny? So, yeah, so the, the funny thing, kind of just jumping into the high long thing right away, is I have yet to actually listen to any sort of teaser thing. I just know that it, I didn't even know it was dropping until you had mentioned something. And I was just like, wait, what? Well, like, I, I'm very out of the loop for a lot of shit like that. Well, it's funny because, like, literally I saw, like, a teaser image pop up, like, two weeks ago. And I was like, oh, cool. They released a new album. And then they released – they, like, hyped it up. And they were like, yeah, we're going to have this, like, big premiere thing. And it was literally, like, 15 seconds of audio. And it was, like, the ambient section of the audio. <laughs> so it was like – and then they, like, in the music video thing, they showed, like, I think it, I guess, I think, I guess it's Maria holding a baby. Uh, oh, That's all you got. Oh, interessante. Like yes. I do remember, I I did see the image things. I know like Amplified History posted something up on their on their Instagram. I think that's the only thing I saw, but I didn't really register. Like I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And kind of just like mindlessly started got scrolling. So I didn't really dig too deep into it. I didn't really think much on it. Um, but yeah, I have yet to see any sort of thing, so I'll have to check that out whenever. We well, and dude, you know how? Uh, did you see what they did in Denmark? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm so pissed because like I feel I'm so close to it. You know, I'm only, you know, one country away from Denmark. Yeah. And they did a private screening of the new album at like the um, Copenhagen uh, Museum. So they had like, you know, basically limited people. Anyone could go, but it was like you had to buy a ticket. And obviously you had to basically be in Copenhagen. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, it looked like 100, 200 people literally in this small art gallery. And then they played the new album or parts of the new album for them. Oh, um, and obviously shit. they couldn't do any media, like no one could record it or anything like that. Uh, and so everyone was just like, fuck yeah, it's dope. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that that was, yeah, I had no, I, I think I remember seeing something though about them being in Denmark. 
but not really much about the details at all or anything like that. It seems so. like Denmark gets all the cool stuff. Now, it might have been Germany, but I remember, I think it was last year, like Kai and Maria literally just got into some like some very traditional looking outfit and were outside like a university and did like a private uh, thing. Yeah, I think, I think that was in Munich. Or no, was it Munich? Or was if it, it was in Munich, um, I would have died. Um, I no, I think it was in Hamburg. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah that sounds like Hamburg that. or Frankfurt, either one. Yep. I remember seeing that video because yeah, they were. Yep. They didn't have like their normal traditional stuff or like the stuff that they wear traditionally or regularly for their performances and stuff like that. But yeah, I remember seeing that video. That show was pretty cool. Yeah. It took me a second to realize who that it was them because I'm you know we're so used to seeing like the full antler piece and like i mean straight uh, up yeah. if i ever saw kai in the wild i probably wouldn't recognize him because no, like i know he's bald and movie. he has a beard like you know how many bald yeah. bearded dudes i see walking around munich all the time yeah yeah exactly like they they are i think the only person that i would probably be able to recognize would probably be maria and that's it just because out yeah, of all because the performances her hair. You, of her hair and i feel like you do see a lot more of her face i mean and i've seen a lot more of like interviews where it seems like yeah she would just be a lot more easily recognizable for the me girl's got some fangs yeah. too so, yeah so <laughs> with yeah with ty yeah i mean he was just yeah he's uh i mean he's bald, super tatted bearded, yes bearded bald tatted dude with a lot of like nose beard like you just described like every skinhead in berlin exactly <laughs> no offense kyle like, you know you're not one but also <laughs> for real <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly it's, dude it's i walked by a bar here in munich i was like dude i think that is a skinhead bar like straight oh, up geez, um like it oh, said it was a metal up. bar but it straight up had like a red skull and crossbones on the outside and it was super dark there and i was like Ooh. Uh, yeah <laughs> That's a little, that's a little sus. Yeah. And it was one of those bar. I don't trust any bar where they have like the reflective windows where you can only see your reflection and you can't actually you see can't in the see bar. Me. Yeah, yeah, like, a little sus. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but on the actual album itself, so like, uh, what are you look? Uh, what are you expecting out of this one? Do you think the you think they're going to change anything? Because from their two, like their two mm. albums, usually uh, from what we have, they're very distinct adventures or or so to speak yeah well so i know i know with um with their at least two full length like the two studio releases i know they have the live yeah yeah uh album for lifa but i know they do have some stuff that they keep in there because it's just part of like you know their ritual so um they i know they usually keep at least two songs or two of the Two of the pieces in there it just depends on which one but they always perform it slightly differently each time and i mean that yeah i've seen uh, i've seen both the individual sets i think they obviously switched the songs but i've seen the set for lifa then i see i've seen the set for the other album what's the other album othon uh there's the off oh yeah othon and then futha is the other one i feel like people are going to crucify us if we don't actually get this right i'm double checking oh no i'm, I'm telling you that's what the the two are because i literally was listening to them the other day uh here i'm already on it Futha and Lifa. Ah, that's what, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, no, on this new one, I really, like, I think it's going to be a lot more, because uh, the one with, like, All Father High Tier is way more war-oriented, because I think if I remember looking that one up, like, literally the entire album was designed for, like, a village preparing for war or invasion. Um, so I'm hoping this one's a little bit more, like, 
shamanic journeying, like, you know, climbing the yeah. world tree, you know, interacting with spirits. Um, like, All Father High Tier is still my favorite song. Um, and right. I am very excited for the fact that we will get to see them in Minnesota and they will most likely be playing this new album. But I still really hope they play All Father High Tier because that song is so good. Yeah, well, it, it does. Yeah, so I think the album that you are referring to is the, I think, is Futha because I believe that's that's the same one that has the song that's about the different names of Valkyries as well in it. So it makes sense that that one is like a whole like war based or like you know, like you said, a, a village preparing for war, just a more battle orientated thing. Nope, so, yeah, uh, Leafa is the one with all fodder high tier. That's Leafa is the mo uh, more traditional one. So it starts with the opening ceremony, and then it goes to Inma John, right. and then it does all fodder high tier, and then it well, ends with Hamamur Hippier. Well, because I know, like I said, because I know they do play similar songs. So, like, I'm opening up Futa right now on my phone. Oh, yeah. It ends with Hamid or Hippier, which is very yeah. clearly the oh, okay. in trance no, song have... for sure. Right. Let's see here. No, but, um, oh, no, All Father High Tier is the first song in the Ulsnir album as well. Yeah. So, now, they do the... recycle, but in different orders. Yeah, so in the Futha album, I'm pretty sure this is what they played at Red Rocks for the most part. But again, they did. Mm -hmm. They started with um, Galgadur, I believe. Actually, no, mm -hmm. I think they started with Othon. I think, I think, um, and then they moved to Alfader Haitir, and I know they did Norupo, and then they did uh, Vatnatak and Svanrons. Uh, mm -hmm. But then they also did Hammer Hippier, and then like a couple others as well. So they definitely yeah. they definitely mix it up for sure. So I really hope we get some of the some of the OGs, uh, but then of course like the new this stuff. The I new, like yeah. Oh, and yeah. then so like, could... oh, go ahead. I go was ahead. gonna say, oh yeah, and then like a song like Ellie Vager. I don't know if you know that one off the top. Of your oh, head. I love that one. Uh, oh, dude, yeah. that, well, that, that, that one. one's seven minutes of Smeagol wailing at the wind. Oh, like, I love it. Ellie Oh, dude, for the whole I, time you know <laughs> yeah i i love that fucking song because it's yeah that's usually one of my go-to i'm just like i want to just get into a, a particular mindset boom that's usually the one that i'm like okay let's get let's get weird with it kind of a thing oh shoot um, ian i can send you uh the song that i worked on with trago actually i have like the oh. basically the near oh, yeah. final version here nice yeah, send that shit to me. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with you as far as I think what I'm hoping for expectation-wise is a little bit more whimsical or even more like nature-y, if that makes sense, or a little bit more like, yeah, I think whimsical is probably the best, the best way of going for it, but still with that intensity, you know what I mean? Because if it's more whimsical or if you focus or if it's like what I am expecting or hoping for, more like focus around like, nature in some regards um i mean that can still be very hardcore and intense you know what I well mean? yeah so, and like again our only hint so far is like a weird wooden woven hut a baby and some transient music you know we're not given too much so i mean the baby you know new life in general um yeah. but the more i spend time here in germany it seems like a lot of their stuff is heavily based off german mythology um like one of the things we were talking about the other day is the fact that the cuckoo bird is mentioned in a song and the cuckoo bird here is hmm. a sign of uh, an ancient pagan fertility symbol uh, in Germany. Okay. But again, it's just one of those things you're not going to find written in a book, really, or it's not going to be common knowledge. But yet they have like a moment in one of the songs that actually mentions the cuckoo bird. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and hmm. apparently the term cuckoo, like crazy, is, apparently comes from the fact that uh, like cuckoo birds that time of year drove people crazy and like lust. 
and so they were crazy <laughs> ahead so they were cuckoo or something nice. like that yeah i like it uh, but here no i actually um let's take a let's take a break for the uh, well like not really a break we're gonna edit around it but check out that uh, song from trago real quick okay, and, okay. uh yeah just like just the first like first bit of uh like uh, lyrics and stuff like that i want i want your review okay i'm opening up okay yo <laughs> okay so yeah now we're back to the podcast uh so ian what did you think of uh my little my first uh my first musical foray dude that's that's legit i do like i don't know how, how much should i talk about it you can talk you can talk about it like okay. maybe don't talk about the specific words we use no, but no, like yeah, i just yeah, i, yeah, I yeah. want to go i want to talk about because i know you you've mentioned how it's a blending of kind of like traditional greek instruments and sounds and that like mixed with the Galder chanting and, and everything is a very it's it's such a it's such a like a uh the the oh I'm trying to think like the best way to like the way I feel it's like a very much like a wandering Odin vibe you know it's like yeah. you know Odin exploring the Mediterranean kind of thing yeah exactly like initially that kind of like traditional like Greek instruments and sounds and stuff like that are very similar to what you would you know kind of find close to the Middle East which is you know I mean obviously they're pretty much right next to each other in some regards they're very close like in that Mediterranean area and yeah it just gives me that vibe of like exploring like the fuck out of like some coastlines or like a desert <laughs> or something you know what i mean yeah i like it it's like i it just makes me want to like i don't know just go fucking walk about <laughs> yeah no it's a, it's such a weird uh so to update our audience here basically um if you haven't already we did an episode with tom or as he as known as the artist trago uh, we did that back in december we talked or november when we talked about uh greek polytheism greek paganism um and his relationship with that but he's also a musician and then Tom and I have continued, uh, you know, speaking over the course of the last few months. And then actually, while I was in the Netherlands, when I first got back to Europe, um, we had been kind of collaborating on the song, um, you know, idea. And it was, it's kind of going to be a theme song for the Wisdom of Odin channel. And he was like, hey, you're in Europe. Why don't you come to Greece and we'll record, uh, we'll add you into the song. And I was like, fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> and so sure enough, two weeks later, I packed my bags and I flew to Greece to go to this recording studio and uh, and recorded my my vocals for this. So obviously, mo majority of the song is still created by uh, by Trago uh, and by his producer. But, uh, you know, but my vocals are in there. And so this will be the, my first time ever being, you know, I'll be on Spotify and uh, iTunes and all that shit with my with my beautiful singing voice. <laughs> um, no, dude, it's it's good it's, i like the vibe like obviously I, I only listened to about like 45 seconds of it but you know out of a it's a pretty long song it's like what four and a half minutes long yeah it's pretty decently time. long now it does have like yeah. a long like ambient section uh and then at the end is a returning of the galder chanting to end it out right no, um that's why i told you you could send it the culture because that's you know right. the, there's not a lot of vocals in there because again it's mostly meant for the channel but it will be released on spotify and stuff Mm. um now the only thing so uh well you know this is probably easier for the podcast the only thing that uh we're going to change in this final form is uh is bring down the tones a little bit and raise up there's actually a greek cello in the background mm. um we're actually going to boost that up a little bit and hopefully mm. add a little bit more to a darker theme and tom cool. and i both agreed that we need to make it a little bit darker uh so we're gonna 
get it going. So nice. uh, for for the audience out there, uh, we're hoping uh, at the time you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening at release, um, we're looking at maybe two more weeks, hopefully, before the song is done uh, with the final edits. And so I'll be releasing a video on the YouTube channel uh, going through the creation process along with an interview with Trago and myself on our ideas behind it and, of course, playing this song for you. Uh, so, yeah, look for that here in a couple of weeks so you can listen to what Ian basically just listened to and uh yeah so i'm uh i gotta tell you you know i'm pretty good in front of a camera now i'm very used to being in front of a camera for the moment <laughs> i was in that recording studio i was a fucking little child like <laughs> i was so scared man <laughs> oh yeah well i mean i can imagine you know like i like to think that i'm a relatively decent singer i mean obviously for those who have seen the fucking wisconsin gathering where Blade and I started yeah, which your phone did not enjoy because it was not prepared for that, <laughs> yeah, that you're fucking... bravado. Yeah. But uh, holy shit, you know, like I, I can only imagine, like I would, like, like my brother does a lot of stuff with music. He does his own recording, whether it's covers or original stuff. And, you know, he does like open mic night stuff at some of the local bars in Fargo. And uh, it's, to me, like, I, I like to think that if I had a little bit of of like singing lessons, I'd be pretty damn good at just singing in general. I just would need that proper like tutelage, so to speak. But even then, like getting behind something like a fucking official like recording studio to have something like put out there, oh hell no. That that right that would just mess dude, with dude. This is so like bad. a legit record. I honestly wasn't expecting it. I thought I was gonna be in some dude's well, we were in a basement, but I was expecting to be in like some dude's like makeshift recording studio in his like yeah. closet hiding from his wife. And sure enough, I'm <laughs> like an actual like there's like a, a mixer, like all the you know, little dials and stuff. There's the big yeah. glass window, and I'm on the other side in this booth, and I'm like Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's legit. I'm gonna forget to listen to the rest of what you sent me when we're done here. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. So um that's coming out here in a bit. And uh that was kind of be kind of my main like one of my main things I wanted to talk about today. Um is basically just like it's so wild this network that I've kind of tapped into or I've just fit into of all these people in their 20s and 30s that are really into paganism in general or just history or mythology, um, you know, around the world. And it's just it's really limitless, you know, who I can go talk to next. Um, like um, like the moose lady on Instagram up in Sweden, mm -hmm. she's at, she's told me, hey, come up here. I'll show you the petroglyphs, like all the petroglyphs you're not going to find online. Um, you know, how, you know, that's, that's amazing. Uh, you know, it's all just limited to resources. And so I'm really trying to find ways to go visit all these people, uh, record their stories, record that what they want to show me, um, or even, you know, the goddess that I'm going to go do research on next week in the Hellenia as mm. for the most part, a goddess, no one knows anything about. Uh, and it's just, it's just wild to see how much stuff is just kind of on the surface and, you know, it's just behind the veil that in the United States, you would never know about it because, you know, why would we know about Nehalinia, the goddess of Netherlands, but still just yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, I, it's, it is weird. Like, even like, you know, I'm not quite as obviously like involved in, in a lot of the, the, the stuff like you are, but even still, like, it's strange to think about the people that like, you know, I never thought two, almost three years now of us almost doing the podcast. It's coming up pretty close on, yeah, three It'll years be now. two years. It's just, two years. My yeah, math two years, is wrong. Yeah. Two years. I've been doing uh, the yeah. wisdom of Odin for three years now. That's right. 
Um, that water bottle looked like a ghost and it freaked me out for a second. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, like I never thought two years ago, like whenever I initially, for the most part, joined the community and everything like that, I had, there was no like thought in my mind that like, I would talk to the people that we've talked to on the podcast and like get to know the people. And like, I, you know, for the most part, I keep in touch with quite a few of the people that we've had on the podcast as well, whether, you know, so most of them were either in the community or like some of the more like the community at large. And it's crazy to like, think about and be like, Holy shit. Like what? (laughs) Well, yeah. And, uh, and it's not like I was hiding this from you, Ian. It just felt, you know, it was one of those things that it's just kind of come up. So for my uh, shamanism video, uh, mm-hmm. I have the wolf shaman people that are based in Siberia and the Netherlands. I'm going to be doing an interview. Oh, with. yep. I know which group you're talking about. Yeah. And so I, I'm interviewing two of them and then I'm going to be inserting their answers into my shamanism video because I don't believe in talking about stuff, you know, if I don't have like all the knowledge base and, you know, I'm just getting into shamanism. I don't feel I have the right to talk about it exclusively. So I wanted to get people yeah. on. Uh, and so what we've actually discussed, and this came up recently, is uh, we're going to record, you know, about an hour's worth of content, I think. And then obviously only insert some of that into the video and most likely we'll just release that full interview on the podcast. Uh, nice. So yeah. Okay. And that way it's just there, but obviously it'll release after the main video. So that way we're like, Hey, if you want to listen to the full conversation, go check out the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so for our listeners out there too, you know, that's something you have to look forward to here, hopefully in just a few weeks. Cause I have that interview this coming Tuesday. Um, and I like every now and then I sit back, I'm like, this is fucking crazy, dude. Like I'm over here. Like, planning this greek gathering thing with a like hellenistic polytheistic priest while talking to netherlands shamans and planning to go to denmark and like i'm like what is my life dude (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah no it's it is so weird i mean like yeah even with me like with the amount of traveling that i've done i've never done the amount of traveling that you know on my own at least in my own free like volition to experience stuff that we've experienced at gatherings ever in my life i mean honestly i think that's one of the best aspects of the gatherings it gets people to travel Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah like it's 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 so different from what we as humans do nowadays i feel like sure people do like their maybe their their yearly vacation to some basic ass place like cabo or cancun or some you know some of those south american countries that everybody does you know like or they go to vegas or some you know shit like that it's just like no man like you gotta go do something different you know don't go to well yeah and you know and like my case um you know like traveling around here you know uh, like going to denmark like denmark's my next big, Mm -hmm. big trip you know I've had to save money for that. It's taken me a long time. Uh, I'm going to have no savings by the time I leave here because, but I saved. And that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I sat back and I was like, I want to travel and I started saving for it. And now it was time to spend it, you know, and also I get to take along, you know, the the viewership with me, which is amazing, which just makes the content even better. But also I get to go to these places and then I have to go back and save again. <laughs> yeah. And so, right. you know, I think it's, you know, I made a post about it when I first got back to Europe, it's just, realizing what your priorities are you know when i first got my you know general manager job i was making fifty thousand dollars a year for a 23 year old that was amazing uh Mm -hmm. you know with very few you know things i needed to take care of you know shoot fifty thousand dollars a year was great even though i was working 70 hours a week um but i don't know where that money went like i look back and i'm like i worked as a manager for two years what did i do Mm -hmm. with all of that and then you know i just wasted on stupid shit. and so now you know 
I make less than that. And I feel like I'm more fulfilled because I choose more what my money actually goes to. Yeah, no, I definitely, I can, I can agree with that because, you know, in the 10 years that I was in the, in the military, like, yes, I had, I got to go places and things like you that. You had a Camaro. Yeah. Okay. That's irrelevant. <laughs> that's besides the point, but that's Here's the thing. Say. Like, yeah, hearsay. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, like for the most part, like as far as like bigger things, like, okay, whatever the Camaro is one thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call me out. But like, as far as things that like, I felt like were fulfilling, like I never, I didn't really have that. Like, yes, the Camaro, the Camaro was like the replacement for the people. But like, it wasn't that filling, you know, it still cost me money to use. And it was, yeah. And you realize you can't see shit out of the back windows of that thing. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's crazy to think about like the stuff that I, I could have been doing, you know, you know, within reason that with, while I was in the military and stuff like that. And like for that, for that part is most, mostly memories, but at the same time, like I've made so many more memories in the last two years, uh, you know, within me getting out and then after being out that I did, you know, while in, I would say for the most part, I don't know. It's like a lot more heartfelt, like genuine memories. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, even this year alone, I mean, the Wisconsin gathering was only what mm-hmm. three months ago, yeah. two months ago, really. Yeah, about two months. And yeah. you're about to go to the Iowa gathering. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is fucking nuts <laughs> well yeah and how far is like kevin's driving of course from montana which is still pretty far to iowa and then he's driving from alabama uh to mm-hmm. go to that gathering like that's crazy man and you know mm-hmm. and i even think about like caleb you know he's not here talking with us right now but he's never been to the west coast and sure enough he's been to california this year and he you know without mm-hmm. wanting to go to a gathering out there he would have never went out that way yeah uh, exactly. well that's like me with the west coast i've never been the farthest west i've been is nevada and i'm going to be helping Darius with the Oregon uh, gathering. And that'll be my first time going to the West Coast. Other than that, like, yeah, I have legitimately no reason to go to the West Coast because I just, I ain't going to California. His dogs are a little neurotic if you're staying with him. (laughs) I mean, he's met my psychos. Yeah, that's true. He's got three of them, though. Oh, okay. That's different. Yeah, like one, like basically just like wanted to eat my face, but not really all night <laughs> while I was sleeping there. But I was so tired because I got there so, like, dude, I got there at like midnight when I got to Portland, man. Oh my gosh. And I just passed out and I was like, whatever. I'll let this dog eat my face as long as I get some sleep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. So, it's like, uh, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, kind of tying into like going into like what? I was going to kind of bring up recently um, kind of for like my little discussion thing is uh, so I recently, as so I was, it was literally just this past Friday, uh, went to a funeral uh, for a distant relative. Um, cousin, my, it was like my grandpa's cousin's wife. Um, so like I said, distant relative, but it was very, it's the first time that I have been at a Christian funeral in a very very long time so the last it's actually as you know it's it's just it was yeah it's been a long time and even just being in a any remotely involved with a church service has been you know a very long time as well um and it was very strange i found it very very strange how christian funerals are done 
down to be a little bit more specific this is a lutheran funeral uh it's a pretty big lutheran population up here um and you know we look at at the way like more of the traditional like old norse ways of funerals and just you know just the pagan ways of funerals in general not even just like the norse stuff but just the the old pagan ways of doing a, a funeral was always i felt like more of a a complete celebration of that person's life and like completely focused around them with obviously some expectations of of honoring the gods you know to to take them and guide them and whichever pantheon it comes from and that to me speaks volumes now compared to a this funeral the let me get my terms right pastor because that's what lutherans are uh the pastor basically i counted like it was weird because i started counting it for some reason in my head like something in the back of my mind is let me count count this and i counted the amount of times that he mentioned her name uh now this funeral is for uh, my like said so my uncle or my grandfather's cousin's wife betty he mentioned he said betty's name a total of four times okay this was a funeral for betty mentioned her name four times he talked about Jesus and the uh, the various different names and like titles of Jesus over a dozen times. So I stopped counting after 13. Uh, in the 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 ceremony for that part of him talking for his part was probably about 30 or so minutes. And it was just it felt so wrong to me. Like this was a funeral for this woman. She lived to be 93 years old. Like there's so much to focus on within that that person's life. And it felt just like they were doing a disservice to her like life and her legacy by, you know, mentioning her four times. Like her her granddaughter, you know, was was the one that spoke more about her cuz actually did like talking about some of the stuff like memories and things like that which you know is that's i'm glad that they did that and i'm glad that she you know was up there for you know well longer but it was just it was just so weird and unnatural to me it just felt wrong and at the end of it the the pastor was like read this prayer with me to confirm that you're a good christian and to prove your faith in jesus i was just like yo this is the most culty shit i have ever heard in my <laughs> life like literally i literally, i just like looked at him because he started talking about it and i locked eyes at him like on him and i was just like staring at him and he was looking back at me and he's like saying this stuff and he like watched me right away as like he started reading this prayer and i was like i didn't say shit like you know i was just i kept my head <laughs> up like you know i was like homie this ain't my cup of tea but you can lock eyes with me and try to sear my soul all you want it ain't gonna happen but it was just oh it was so weird man it was just so unnatural to me like i don't know it felt just wrong i can't remember um did i just mention the podcast the weird woman at the church that like kicked me out of the booth i don't think i did on the podcast i don't think i've heard this okay okay so uh and uh, you know we'll get back to the funeral thing but that just reminded me of the story because I, I was like oh man i don't i think i may have mentioned it in the discord uh so this time around i've been touring the cathedrals i felt a little weird about it last time but i was like eh, i really need well one i need to get footage because i'm doing a video on like 
uh, converting to Norse paganism from Christianity, so I needed to get footage of churches for B-roll. So I was like, oh, I'll go check them out. And they are beautiful here. I mean, the cathedrals are absolutely, I mean, works of art. Uh, and, they're, you know, just very interesting history, and you never know when you're going to find something pagan. And sure enough, one of the biggest ones here, actually the biggest cathedral here in, in Munich is for Mary. So it's like, you know, a, a, a goddess church. <laughs> and uh, so you walk in and first off, like they have the biggest Jesus I have ever seen, like hanging, like dangling from the ceiling in the middle of everything, just like looming over everyone, like he's flying <laughs> over you and just staring at you as he's hanging on the cross. I'm like, dude, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, uh, and I'm just walking around and they had a little votive area for Mary. And I go in and I'm looking at it and there's like a place for leaving a candle, AKA an offering. And then they had like a big giant sculpture of Mary, but she was holding like a sword and she had like a golden, like sun rays coming out of her head. I'm like, dude, this looks up straight up like Freya. And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna, and I was like, I'm going to sit here for a minute and contemplate like goddess worship and its relationship with catholicism as a pagan would do in a cathedral and so i'm sitting there in the mary booth being respectful mind you i'm not being a belligerent by any means uh you know i'm sitting there quietly and just kind of reflecting on goddess veneration and you know looking at this like how could some of these symbols be tied to you know ancient goddess worship and an older woman comes up and she lights a candle and she sits behind me and then this young woman comes up, maybe maybe 30, and she, you know, asks me if it's okay for her to light a candle. And I was like, yes, like, yeah, it's okay. And so, she, you know, it's weird that she, like, looked at me and asked for permission. And um, so she does that. The old woman leaves behind me. And it's a pretty small space. And then the woman sits down, like, the younger woman sits down behind me. And again, I'm just, you know, being respectful as I can. And then she starts speaking German behind me. And I was like, oh, you know, toot my life, my Deutsch is nicht gut. Uh, you know, is English okay? And she said, oh, no, I, you know, I understood enough. She said, I don't speak German that well. I'm actually Croatian. And so, and then she starts speaking Croatian. And she's just telling me all this. And all of a sudden there's like an English word would be snuck in there. And so all I heard was just like, blah, 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 blah had an abortion, blah, 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 my daughter's dead, blah, 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 blah. And then like someone else died, blah, 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 abortion, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, clearly this woman's been through the ringer. And I'm like, you know, just trying to be nice. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, just like, so sorry to hear that. And then all of a sudden she stops and she stares at me and I'm like, yeah. And she was like, leave. And I looked at her, I was like, what? And I was like, like leave. And she was like, yes get out i'm like what the hell <laughs> and i was like did you, are you kicking me out like are you saying that yeah i think she said something along the lines i could tell her she was saying something about mary that she needed to talk to mary by herself and all this stuff and i'm like whatever this is weird y'all are weird <laughs> get out of here <laughs> yeah it's it was in a way like when I when we got to the funeral, like, like I dressed up, you know, relatively nice. I mean, I sent you a picture of the seat that I was wearing. I looked. You were wearing like nothing. Walked. You were stark naked in that picture. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to really? show up to your great cousin's <laughs> funeral. Yeah. Funeral, right? Uh, you know, like it was. You know, like I was respectful of it. You know, like obviously I didn't know her very well. The only time I would have. I think the last time I would have even had any physical interaction with her, it would have been a family like get together when I was like a child. At least that's what my family was telling me. Um, 
but I, I was relatively close with one of her grandsons who was my, would be my third cousin. Him and I uh, used to hang out quite a bit when we were uh, children. Um, but for the most part, like I didn't really know anybody there besides my grandparents and my mom. Um, but it was, you know, like I was respectful, I dressed up nice, but like at the same time, I didn't, you know, I wasn't going to hide, you know, what I believe in. It's like, I, I had my meal near on. Oh yeah, it's hard know? for you at this point with all your tattoos. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So that's the thing, like with that suit, like the only tattoo that I was literally showing was the one on my hand with, with uh, my, the spirit boat that I had done. And then I obviously, my oath ring. it's like, I could tell, like I could just feel people looking at me in a way of like, who is this dude? Cause he's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like it was definitely, it wasn't more of just a, who is this person? Like in relation to the family, it was more about who is this person? Like, what is this person doing in a Christian church? Kind of a vibe. It's what I feel like. Right. I feel like eyes is like, they could smell it on you. Into... Yeah. Right. And like, you know, whenever they did prayers, like I didn't lower my head or anything because it's not what I do, but you know, I was respectful. I, I was, if anything, I was looking at all the architecture and stuff like that. And I was, I was almost like dissecting some of the, the, the symbols and stuff and kind of like, kind of like what you said, what you were doing, you know, in a way, like I was, <laughs> I was picking things apart. I'm just like, oh, I wonder where like they got the inspiration for this from. We're like, where is this coming from? You know what I mean? Like I was like, I was doing the deeper, like just reading into things, you know, um and i think that's when like a lot of like that's when i could really feel people because like my family was relatively close up you know in the front of the pews it doesn't help that you're taller than most people too oh yeah i was, I was <laughs> considerably taller than everybody there. this tall like giant. tatted up pagan dude at this lutheran yeah. wet, looking around like hmm i wonder if that symbol actually is an ancient symbol of like the vulcan you know? <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was it was interesting. It was definitely a vibe, but yeah, I could I could definitely feel the stares, especially once yeah people obviously caught on that I wasn't like bowing my head or anything like that because you know every now and then people are kind of like, well, I, how would like, they know just, if they were if they were bowing their heads because so. it's a very it's a Lutheran church full of mostly old people and I know for a matter of fact they're gonna be looking around to see who's doing shit for Jesus. Oh my so gosh, like, judge. Well, That's yeah, especially if they ask like a prayer at the end, like confirm that you're going to heaven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I was honestly partially, I was kind of hoping in secret that this this pastor would come up to me and talk to me a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, spotlight like, your ass. Yeah, a little bit. Not like, in a, you know, not in a negative way, but like, obviously, like, there's there's always that part of me that like, if I ever, you know, if I see like Jehovah's Witnesses or, um, you know, just anybody who's very upfront about talking about their religion, I, there's always a little bit of me that's always like, please come talk to me. I, oh, I, like, dude, I, like I hope for those days. Yeah, like I, I don't hope for it to be an asshole by any means. I just enjoy having those conversations. So I like to try to see like what why people believe in that, and like just to kind of hear their reactions to like the stuff that you know I believe in. Like the only time I've really had that happen in recent was when I was still living in New Mexico, and it was one of the local churches was doing their rounds of like, oh do you want to be part of our church or like do you have a church i was like no like my i have a church but it's not a building and it's not a church you know like they're like that that answer alone just confused these two women you know i was explaining and i granted i was wearing my my mule here at the time you know and my and my oath like the shit was out uh and it was just you know when i brought it up and the woman was just like oh my son's going through that phase it's just oh the devil gosh. trying to trick you and i was just like Man, we don't believe in the devil. Like he's not. <laughs> he's he's not. 
part of our thing so i have no like fear of said being from your religion sorry and she just like it's just some people just can't comprehend that you know what i mean well yeah and that's where you know just like it just threatens their entire worldview and they just can't handle that and so typically what i run into and it's been a long time i mean i haven't been able i hadn't had like a theological discussion with like a christian person in a long time um and you know shoot it's been since like you know obviously i've learned a lot about this faith in the last three years and so the last time i did it was probably like three years ago and like straight up i mean i got him down his whole thing where he was talking about like how he's like experienced god on the side of a mountain and how he much he felt the love of god and stuff and i was like oh man i had the same thing happen to me i was out in the woods looking at this beautiful river and all of a sudden i felt odin looking at me and he was just like the devil (laughs) (laughs) i'm like so what makes your experience different than mine dog <laughs> yeah exactly and i think that's the i feel like the biggest difference with you know uh, with i wouldn't say all but the vast majority of, of people who you know with just christianity in the whole like it, it's either that it's you know they may be similar experiences or basically the same damn thing but at the same time it's like oh if it wasn't from god then it's wrong and i was like dude come on now this, this, yeah it's, it's, it's been 2020 years 22 years the fuck over it <laughs> yeah get over it it's the longest grieving period i've ever seen um <laughs> <laughs> yeah they still so much so they have to mention that they, uh, jesus's name more than the like your loved one's name because so they're still grieving that yeah, motherfucker dude, it just oh my god it, it was just so weird like i remember saying it to my mom like because she rode with me to the funeral just like and i was kind of just like voicing my opinion on it and everything i was just like it felt weird i was like whose funeral are we here for betty or or good old jesus Christe? like what yeah Yeah, oh yeah and um i can't remember if it was the podcast or i was talking to somebody else i have so many conversations at this point and you know uh like i remember oh yeah i was talking to the greeks like uh, when i was talking to like the greek pagans and like you know Mm -hmm. and all their experiences and stuff and i had mentioned uh that when you know when i started questioning you know one of the first questions i asked my mom when i was like 15 i was like listening to like the pastor was saying at the baptist church and i was like mom is the bible sexist and she was like yeah kind of and I was like, why is that okay? And she's like, well, we just got to trust God. And I'm like, well, that don't make no sense. Oh, no. <laughs> and I think that was the first time I ever like vocally questioned what was going on. Is like I was yeah. starting to get some awareness. Like, wait, this is all kind of bullshit, isn't it? Like, <laughs> oh, this seems like yeah, a ploy yeah. to keep down women. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. No, you're not right. Or you're not wrong. Like, yeah well i'll I'll, I'll share a little bit here i think i've shared it before at least a little bit uh you know gosh we've talked about stuff 87 episodes i can't remember everything i've said Mm -hmm. um but uh as i you know you mentioned this and i brought up what they were trying to do with my grandfather and Mm -hmm. um you know my grandfather died uh, oh my gosh probably nearly 10 years ago at this point it's been so long uh you know, but that was the last time I was at a funeral from what I can remember. Really one of the last times I was inside of a church for like an actual service of any kind and wasn't trying to contemplate goddess worship. And, um, you know, they, you know, obviously very emotional day for me. I was very close to my grandfather. So I was already really sad and really vulnerable, which is the thing that, 
is concerning to me is that it seems like they really played mm. on people's vulnerability because, you know, my, my first close family member just died and they basically guilted me. And they were saying like, you know, if you ever, you know, they were obviously speaking to everyone, you know, they're like, if you're not a believer in God, you know, Brooks is going up and receiving his gift up in heaven, you know, and again, these are like Southern Baptist people. So they're like, if you want to see your grandfather again, if you want to see your grandfather Brooks, you're going to have to give debt down on your knees and repent for the Lord because that's the only way you're going to see the cold light and the heavens and the pearly gates and that's where Brooks is right now. Amen. And it was like, amen. And I was just like, what in the world? Like, are you using my grandfather's like death to like gaslight me into becoming a Christian? Like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was uh, like this This pastor at the, uh, for this funeral, like he, he had mentioned like he was talking about um, you know, Betty's faith, like Betty was a very, you know, God-fearing woman from what I gathered, you know, very devout Christian individual, um, which, you know, it's fine, whatever, I get it, people believe in whatever they want, <clears throat> and it was just interesting, though, to me how, so the pastor was kind of talking about this stuff, and he was just saying in general, like, talking to people in just basically out and about, about you know, daily um yes make sure he's on the podcast right but uh yeah he, he was he was mentioning about talking to other people of different faiths and uh it was it was the way that he said it, i don't remember his exact words but it was the tone in which he said it of like yeah people believe you know people believe different things well, like, I'm going to judge you hard as fuck, you know, on the <laughs> side. It's basically, like, the vibe that I got, I was just like, dude, what? Like, how can you say that you're okay with people, like, believing in something different and then basically judge the fuck out of them? Was there know? any, like, how, how many young people were at this, like, this uh, funeral? Um, there was a pretty decent amount. I would say it was split pretty pretty evenly. Um, a lot of, because so she has 10 grandchildren that are all my age uh, for the most part a few younger a few older um and then she had oh god how many of her kids were there um a decent amount of i think she had five children yeah at least there was there was at least four of them were there um oh, good strong lutheran woman five children yeah right so i mean and they were all about you know ranging age usually around my mom my aunt you know type of age uh and on uncles so like it, it was pretty blended as far as i go but yeah there was definitely some older people there like my grandparents obviously and like people around my closer to my grandparents age but for the most part i would say it was pretty evened out yeah and i, I like the reason i asked is because i think you know more commonly you know people fall into the atheist category at our age uh, or at least the agnostic category. You know, most people, you know, don't go down the pagan routes. Most people end up being agnostic. Um, and yeah. so I, I'm finding that what I think is the tactic is the only way that these young people get to go to go to church is when the old people die. And so this is their opportunity to like try to get them back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. Because I mean, I, I've seen it, you know, if you've ever been on any sort of fucking dating site, or just in general, like it always cracks me up whenever I've seen like these some of these women that are on some of these day sites and they're like, oh Jesus first, or I believe in like 
Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Something oh regarding gosh. God or Jesus. I'm like, first off, I guarantee you you're full of shit and you're just saying that in case like you're, one of your parents comes across your Tinder profile <laughs> or something like that. But I'm like, 10 times, I get, I would, I'd be willing to bet money. And I was like, no, you're, you just, you know, just stop. South Unless you're side. in Kentucky, dude. Like, oh my that, gosh. Okay, yeah, Let me tell you, dating in Kentucky is hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 the only. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's gonna be exceptions, but like around like where I was at, like especially in Florida, I was just like, hmm, okay. Like, <laughs> hit, hit oh yeah. Button, oh yeah, and I I love when they say like um I've seen profiles where they're really like Jesus first, you know, no. Yeah calls like i'm not a slut and then like their first pictures of them in like a bikini and it's like what are you trying you're confused you're sending me mixed signals at this point <laughs> yeah uh like, but yeah pulling it back to um you know like the funeral in general uh like again it's the the difference between a celebration of life you know because the idea of someone dying and a Christian philosophy is they're going to heaven. You ain't going to see him again until they, you know, until you go to heaven. And so therefore if, you definitely, if you go. yeah, if you go to heaven, so therefore you have to go to heaven. And so if you want to, you know, it's like they hold them hostage. Like if you want to see your aunt Betty again, you better get down on your knees and pray to God. <laughs> you know? yeah, um, I feel like I was invoking my, uh, my great, great grandfather was a Southern Baptist preacher there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was just very different and, and just didn't feel natural and the other thing too is so like they had the, it was open casket you know obviously for the procession and everything like that so like old betty's just hanging out in her in her box you know in the main like uh, room of yeah i don't know it was I mean, whatever you know it's one of those things but like yeah, in the dirt naked put a tree on top yeah of yep yep that's literally what i have in my will <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was interesting to see how most people would like go up and like go up to her casket and like look at her and then you know people would just kind of like start crying and like granted I get it I wasn't that close to her you know or at all but right, at the right. same time like there was nothing you know to me I was just like I don't know I just found it weird like I was weirdly comfortable I feel like this is because I'm like such a devout like help follower right, so I was right. just like all right cool that's that's that is a dead that is a dead body like betty ain't there no more that's just what she left behind right and um you know it's easy to say when you know it hasn't happened but i you know i think about this sometimes is you know with all hope and you know the the luck of the gods is this community goes on for the rest of our lives and eventually mm -hmm. we're gonna have to start dealing with death you know we're gonna have someone mm -hmm. in the community yep. die and we're gonna have to have a funeral um and that's a really strange thought to have is that this thing that we started i mean we're seeing new life be born uh you know we did a naming ceremony at the you know uh the ohio spring gathering for two newborn babies uh you know and it's amazing to see that but eventually we have to go to the reverse and we have to see people die and we have to see people you know and go through their funeral rites um it's also a very humbling thought that people are going to trust our community enough that we're going to handle their funeral rites uh, which is oh my gosh it's just weird <laughs> yeah and that was that was a thought that was a thought that i that had crossed my mind at the funeral like honestly that was kind of like part of my like my looking like looking about while you know hymns and prayers were being said and sung and stuff like that like while i was just looking at the architecture and stuff like i was thinking about that as well of like you know there is potentially going to be a time like there will be a time, yeah there will be yeah it's not a potential like there will be a time where that will have to happen you know, and like that's where I kind of like started 
I think that's why I started counting like and just like subconsciously like how many times he had mentioned Betty's name compared to like Jesus's name and I was just like dude this is a funeral for Betty Jesus died 2022 (laughs) years ago yeah and like you know let's say let's just use me as an example because you know I I don't like talking about anyone else dying so let's say you know I died what I would want to happen at my what you know my funeral um or if I was someone you know if you were you know over my funeral um you know it doesn't need to be this somber thing you know you might mention like Jacob was a devout Odin follower, but that's basically it. You know, hopefully, yeah. you know, he's, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Um, but other than that, it needs to be almost like a, like how we talk about the gods, you know, it just needs to be a, you know, simple, like share stories, you know, everyone goes around, yeah. you know, share a funny story, you know, share a good memory and, you know, and I, everyone should get that time, you know, if they want it, you know, have a circle, um, you know, whether, you know, I mean, it'd be dope if it was a Viking ship burial, but whatever, it probably ain't going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> if it's just like, a, you know, bury me naked in the dirt with a tree on top, um, you know, everyone just says a story and pours out a drink. Um, and then at yeah. the end, you know, that's it. It, it. You know, it can be that simple where everyone gets the chance to talk and it's not yeah. one person orating over everybody. Yeah. And then, you know, even after like the the initial like ceremony, like, the like following day or days could just be a collection of people that come pay their respects and but share stories like that's how you know that is that is you know I feel like the vast majority of people you know are starting to go back to this way of thinking but once you die of being forgotten I feel like there's a a, a very distinctive like gap in time with like society where like people just I don't know I don't maybe I'm just throwing maybe I'm just reaching for straws here but like I feel like we're going to a shift of change where like leaving behind something, whether it be an impact is becoming a lot more relevant and people want to live a life that they can be proud of leaving behind. And then not also, and also in regards to that being like not forgotten by the people that they do leave behind. Well, yeah. And um, like, I feel like the, the monotheistic, the Christian, the, the heaven, you know, the heaven life that everyone wants to go to has led everyone to producing these, this lifestyle where we need to live to be 80 and 90 years old. When honestly, that's just not very human, you know, very clearly mm-hmm. our bodies start degrading by the time, you know, I mean, they start degrading pretty quick, you know, but by the time you're 50 and yeah. 60, you know, stuff starts popping up that, you know, your body's like, nope, it's time to die, you know that's just typically the human lifespan is it gets once you get past that our natural just our natural life just doesn't last that long something just Mm -hmm. breaks um and so but since we've extended life so long and you know people live to be 80s and 90s now which fairly commonly um you know you you're more focused on the longevity than the the value of it yeah. And so even if, you know, I live life now, like, okay, let's say I do die in five years. Am I going to be happy with the life I lived? And if you asked me that question before I started being a pagan, I would have said no. But now, mm-hmm. honestly, I could die tomorrow and be like, well, no, I lived a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I and that's that. what I would want people to focus on. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. And that's definitely like something that, you know, I have, <clears throat> I have definitely taken into consideration, like, with that that aspect of the uh the situation of potentially putting on a a funeral you know for a member of our community or something like that whether it's me or just be, me doing it or me being part of it like that's going to be a huge thing you know and so like what what would you know obviously what would that person want but also like how how would we best honor that person's memory not so first much off we all sing health again 
because dude, <laughs> I was stuck in my dude. It was stuck in my head the second I was like, as soon as I started getting ready for that funeral, I kind of just like I took a little time just like sitting standing in front of my hell altar. I didn't really say much. It was just kind of like contemplating. You know, it wasn't necessarily like I made an offering or like really reached out to her. It was just kind of a contemplation like thing going on. And yeah, that I could not. That song was in my head the entire day well honestly that song you know like christians sing their hymns and stuff like that um i don't think it's any problem if we you know wanted to do something like that i mean Mm -hmm. helvigan is an amazing funeral song because the first Mm -hmm. part of it is someone singing alone thinking they're alone on the road to hell and then all of a sudden the chorus comes in and it's your ancestors and your friends and your family back in the real world singing you across and so how powerful would it be if someone's chosen in your family, like, you know, your son or your wife or your husband or, you know, whoever is chosen to re- sing that first part. And then in that second part, everyone in the funeral procession sings. Yeah. Like, it's dude, true. I've had yeah, that thought bumps. before and I fucking cried because that would be so powerful. Yeah. I got goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. Especially, honestly, like I haven't listened to the, I, I like the word Druna version, but I, I've listened to the, the female vocalist version. I can't remember her name right now. Um, like the oh, Caldrada one, I think it is. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like that one, just like it's so. It's like the whispering of a winter wind over the corpse, you know. Yeah, it's, just, it's haunting. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. man. But yeah, no pagan weddings. Moral of the story: pa- pagan weddings. Yes, pagan funerals. Um, way more badass. And I think way more, and not just badass in the sense of, you know, I think it'll be more fun. I think, it, you know, it, it's more celebratory, but also I think it's a better way to start coping with death. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly think the pagan worldview of like, you know, yes, they're dead, but their memories are still alive as long as you carry them. That is, you know, more powerful to me because, you know, my other grandfather, who I've only grown closer to in the last few years is, you know, I've gone down the pagan path because he's kind of followed something similar. Um, you know, he's not got much time left. You know, mm-hmm. I would be, it would be a miracle if he lasted five more years, honestly. Um, and I'd be happy if he did. But if he doesn't, you know, I've kind of started preparing myself for that of, you know, this would be the first death, you know, my family since I've been a pagan. And I'm sitting here like, but he doesn't really have to die. I can, you know, carve, you know, make a rune stone from him, which I, I do plan on doing is it's getting a rune stone card for him and, uh, you know, and telling stories about him um, and really reflecting on his lessons. And then when I have children, making sure my children know about him. And then I, I will have succeeded if my children tell stories about a grandfather they never met, because that is yeah. truly how you keep someone alive. Yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. so I know we're like, oh, there's a shift in like, oh, talking about like the Highland album and then your stuff. Uh, right. like, yeah, we got really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, oh, man, that's why I love the podcast. You just never know where it's going to go. Yeah, right. But, but honestly, dude, we're at the 58 minute mark right now. So oh, yeah. I think we're good. Everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, we missed Caleb. And uh, like like we said, this is going to be something that uh, hopefully continues in future episodes. We all just three kind of bring in topics that we want to talk about. Um, and then we discuss them when we talk about them. I think it's just going to be a more natural process. Obviously, if we do have something that comes up as a bigger subject, we'll bring it up. 
Um, but one thing here at the very end, if you want to give some help, um, you know, we don't necessarily need it because our reviews are good, but um, we've never really promoted it. But you can actually review this podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, so if, if you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy the conversation we had, well, you know, leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, tell us how you like the new format. Uh, and yeah, let's get the let's get the let's get them five stars out there. It would mean a lot. We've been doing this almost two years now. This is crazy. Uh, so, thank you all so very much for joining us. And until the hall, let's go. Let's go.